smart for this. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm also doing a like two for one right now where I'm recording a video for YouTube because we got to get the we got to we got to let the girls know you know what's going on. And also the 100th episode of my podcast too smart for this so if you're not a youtube girly that's where you can go for all the lifestyle content about me and if you are not a podcast girly that is where you can hear me interview guests about self-confidence self-love and self-care being your best self etc so go subscribe to whichever one you're not already on but today we have an extremely special video announcement life update life is crazy at the moment but i first want to take a moment to say a huge thank you to my too smart for this podcast listeners this is the 100th episode of the show i started it in december 2020 which is wild to me because my life was so different than it was the pandemic. I was living in St. Louis because I was try- I was still very codependent with my family. I and by codependent, I mean I was very independent, but I was very controlling of my family and felt it, we had so, there were so many issues there where I felt like I had to be the savior and I was able to let go of that. I moved to New York. Podcast was doing incredible. I grew as a content creator. I started my TikTok career. I started my YouTube career and I had a full-time job the whole time. And it was just truly crazy that how much your life can change in two years and in a hundred episodes. So I am so grateful to every single one of you who listened, who shared on Instagram stories, who left a review, who DM me every week and tell me what you think of the episodes. It means the absolute world to me. And I have to say like my podcast girls and my girls, this is the first thing where I really bet on myself to start this show and to be where we are now with hundreds of thousands of downloads and incredible guests that I could only have dreamed of connecting with when I first got started. I am so grateful. So thank you so much. And I can't wait for the next 100. So that being said, we have a super special episode today because I am jumping in to tell you my new life update. And I don't know. I think this is a really, I was really nervous to share this and I'll tell you why, but I'll rip off the bandaid. And after that, I want to get into what I've learned from the last 100 episodes and how I got to where I am able to do what I'm doing now. So with that being said, let's jump into it. I quit my job. (laughs) I can't believe that I'm telling you guys this because if you've been with me for a while, you've always known that I love my job and that it's my dream job. I feel really lucky to work at YouTube. And when I decided to leave, there was so many factors that went into it. So I'll give you a breakdown and tell you what I'm going to be doing next. So I quit my job at YouTube and it was a hard, hard decision. And I feel so, so, so lucky that it was that hard of a decision for me to make. And I want to say like I started there in September 2020. I had been a Google intern. Google's really all I've known since I was like 20 years old. I'm 24 now. And I joined the marketing team. That was during the pandemic. I really didn't like it. And after building up my own content creation like experience, I was able to switch over to YouTube where I was the shorts content strategist. I built a lot of resources for how to do well on YouTube, how to do well on YouTube shorts. I worked with our product team to to develop strategy for YouTube shorts with our marketing teams, with everyone. And it was truly the best job. I got to go to Coachella. I got to go to VidCon. I worked with the biggest YouTube creators and the brand new YouTube creators. My manager is a great person and so, so, so supportive. I had the best job. However, 
I was also getting a ton of different opportunities in life. So from this podcast, which was growing, to my own career as a creator, that was growing. And I have another opportunity that was incredible that I couldn't really pass up, but would be hard to do with a full-time job. I had so many things going for me outside of work that even though I loved my job so much, there comes a point where you have to make a decision about what you love more. Like Samantha Jones in Sex in the City. Like, honestly, like where it's like, I love this and I'm really good at this and I got promoted early and I'm well-respected at my job, but it's not fulfilling. And if I have other things that are fulfilling and lucrative, why wouldn't I give those my all? And if I've been able to get here where I am now, which I'm so happy with, if I've been able to get here with a full-time job, imagine what I can do without it. So I made the choice to leave, but it was also in tandem with having something else to do. And that's because I truly don't believe in doing content creation full-time with nothing else lined up because I work at YouTube, because I know the stress that it can cause to have something that was once your passion become your job, it's not always as fulfilling afterwards. So you've got to be really careful about that. So I am a business girl through and through. And so knowing that like I didn't want to have content be my full thing, I launched a business last year, which is doing really well as well. But I learned for myself that what's most fulfilling for me is entrepreneurship and business and long form content, stuff like that. So since I've always known that I wanted to go to business school, I applied to business school while I was a senior in college and got in via deferred enrollment, which is when you apply as a senior and then you have to go work for two to four years before you go to business school. So when it was October of last year, when I was dealing with depression, when I was really in a bad place, um, that's when you have to essentially alert the school and let them know when you're going to come. I had gone into Wharton. I don't know if I said that already, but I'm really excited about it. It's in Philadelphia. I went to visit in October and I essentially told them like, hey, I am going to come next year. And so I've known for a little bit that I was going to go to business school next year, but I hadn't fully like signed on. And I have, and I still haven't fully like signed on to it. I've just let them know that I'm coming. There's a lot of other like processes that you've got to do to get things together for that. It's a long story, but I was a plan I was originally planning to leave Google sometime over the spring or summer, not this early. I have another really fun thing that I'm going to be working on that is a big opportunity for black women and it might not be big unless you're in that specific industry, but it made me rethink about how I got all these opportunities outside of work that are so fulfilling and exciting to me and I don't have the capacity to give them my all because of my full-time job. And as much as I love my job, somebody else can do it just as well and give it their all and probably do it better than me. So that's what led to my decision to leave. I was originally going to leave earlier, but because of things happening internally at the company and because I am really burnt out and have been burnt out since October, my manager and I talked about it and eventually he was supportive of my decision of leaving now. So I quit my job. I'm so excited. And for the next six months, I'm going to be doing content in the robes full time, thank God. However, before I go to business school, I am going to be traveling. So Jeff and I are going to go to Europe for a month. We're going to South America, I think, to see our friends. I don't really know, but I'm really excited. Amidst everything going on in the world where a lot of people are being laid off from their jobs, it felt a little selfish and absurd to quit initially. And then I recognized that, like, 
me leaving my job means that somebody else is going to get a really great and incredible job that's really fulfilling and I will still have mine. I don't need to have three at once. Like I've saved up enough money to survive for at least six months. Like I am good. So with that being said, I've been talking for 10 minutes about my life. So I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is a discussion on basically the four things that allowed me to get to this place and like where, how far I've come over the last like two and a half years. So I started this podcast in December, 2020. And that's after like a bit of drama on the gram. I basically woke up and I had 7,000 Instagram followers. I found that I had a lot more to say that I really couldn't get across on Instagram or Instagram stories. And I decided to start a podcast because I loved podcasts so much. They've always been such a big part of my life. And they really helped a lot with my healing when I was in college and I was going through some really, really tough shit. I lo- so I love podcasts and I decided to start my own, but I was really holding myself back at this point. And hopefully this will paint a picture of where I was in December, 2020. Living in St. Louis, which is where I'm originally from, where I had no friends, like quite literally no friends because I went to boarding school and all my friends are from a different country. So I was literally home alone with my siblings. I was like over controlling with my family because I'm the oldest sibling and I'm obviously more successful than where I came from. So I had this like weird feeling that I had to take care of everybody around me. I'm also the oldest grandchild, by the way. So it was just like toxic behavior. This is when Donald Trump had just, had just, or no, when Biden had just gotten elected, it was like a really intense period of time. Like 2020 was just an evil time for all involved. And I was just starting to figure out how to love myself. I had stopped dieting. I was doing intuitive eating. I was learning how to like journal and meditate and stuff like that. And I wanted to share that journey with you guys. And I think I have. And this is pre-TikTok, pre-having a following on anything else. And I just loved podcasting. So I'm so glad that I started it because honestly, like if I had made myself wait until I hit that 10,000 subscriber or 10,000 follower number, like for what? Like this is just, you should just do what you want to do because you want to do it, not because you want other people to see it. And that's stayed very true for this podcast over the last two years. Like I'm here because I want to be, I'm here because I love it. I'm not doing it for anybody else. I don't make money from it. It's literally just because I love showing up here and talking to you guys all the time. So two years ago, obviously I was in sort of like a negative place mentally, but I just started this. And after that, I was experiencing real confusion because I had started my full-time job at Google and I hated it. And I thought that like, I didn't think about what would happen once you got a job when you were an adult. I had only thought about like, oh, you have a job and now you make money. And so that's great. So even when they asked me like, hey, Alexis, what do you want out of this experience? Like when I first started, I didn't know I was allowed to have an answer. That's where I was two years ago. And I was going through a lot because I didn't love my job and I was really confused. And I was like, I'm supposed to be fulfilled by this and I'm not. And this is so annoying. And I also have to pay taxes and I also have to live in New York City and I don't know what I'm doing. And it was just like a crazy situation. And I felt, or it wasn't a crazy situation. It was post-grad. It was what everybody goes through. I felt crazy. I felt like I was going crazy. And I also had no guidance because my family had never done anything like this. I didn't know anybody 
you know, who I could talk to about this because everyone else who I did know, their parents did go to college and their parents did support them. And so if they had to decide how to deal with a crazy boss at work or how to, you know, pay their taxes on time and, you know, start a business, they didn't know. So I felt really alone. And you listened to all that. You heard me on this podcast trying to figure all those things out myself. But over the course of the last two years, I've been able to accomplish a lot where I have this podcast that's top rated, that's one of Cosmopolitan's number one self-care podcasts for women, that is has hundreds of thousands of downloads. And now I also have been able to quit my job. I've been able to save enough money to live comfortably for six months, which at that time, I don't even think I had a credit card. Um, I, don't, I had nothing to my name, honey. And I've been able to grow into this woman that I am so, so happy and proud to say I am and overcome a lot of setbacks over the last few years too. Here are the four things that I think are the reasons that I was able to get to this place or like the biggest core four lessons I've learned in the last two years in my life. One, always have a plan, but always be flexible. So I've had a plan every single moment of my life. So starting in September 2020, before I was a content creator, I had my five-year plan for how I was going to kill it in marketing at Google. When that didn't work, I wasn't mad about it. I didn't really feel the need to grieve it because I was like, okay, cool. This didn't work for me. Let me just start make a new plan. So I think a lot of people say, don't be rigid with your plan for the future. But for me, I don't have something to look forward to. It's really hard for me to give it my all and even see what's going to happen. So always have a plan. Like I have a plan right now for if I become a great podcast host or and if I decide I want to go back into corporate at Wharton, like I can see all those things in my mind at once so that I have a reason for being. However, if it changes and I realize I don't like something, I just take it as feedback and make a new plan. And that has really kept me, you know, on a great path, even though when I started this podcast, I didn't even have a TikTok. Crazy. Two is knowing that there is always a bigger plan for me. And I took all of my setbacks as learning opportunities. In the moment, your setbacks are always going to hurt. It's always going to feel like shit. You're always going to be upset about it. I've had plenty of them. I have one on the daily. And the thing is, I always go back to where is this going to fit in my memoir? Where is this going to, you know, be something that I'm proud to, or what, when am I going to be able to laugh at this? Because you always are able to laugh at your setbacks within a few months. So I try to find the funny and I try to find the absurd and everything I'm going through, even though it doesn't feel like that in the moment. And that has really helped me stay really like happy about the future, but also like just knowing that there is a big thing that's going to happen for me one day. And I've taken, because I take my future seriously, because I know life is meant to be amazing. That's all, that's kind of helped me just like look at things and be like, sure, whatever. Like this is a learning experience. Every time a problem arises in your life, it's just a reflection of somewhere that you need to look to figure something out within yourself to learn something so you can ultimately be happier. So see it as that. A good book for thinking about that in another way is called The Alchemist. I would highly recommend it. It's like a top self-help book. So you guys will love it. The third is treating things like a business before they are. And this is really helpful for me personally because I treated content creation, I treated podcasting like a business as in setting up an LLC, setting up an email, setting up, you know, plans for it, writing things down, taking things seriously in terms of metrics 
before they were actually lucrative. And that has helped me stand out amongst my competition. It's helped me mentally start taking my other career seriously. And that has just helped me, I think, land more brand deals, be more successful, be more excited and fulfilled because I always took my excitement and my passion seriously. And when you invest in yourself, that money always comes back to you. It always does and it always has for me. So treating things like they're more important than they are helps attract that positive energy of like, this is going to be something amazing just because I want it to be. And if it isn't, that's not even on my radar. So that's also helped me because when I started this podcast, I didn't have any money. I was in debt. Like I had lost my life savings which was very small considering my background, in a scam. I had gone through a lot of shit, y'all, with money. And so being able to come from that place of having like like a really bad credit score and no money to where I am now, where I have enough saved, I have a great business with great cash flow, and I have credit cards that I never could have dreamed of having. Like That's because I took my financial shit seriously. I was like, I'm going to act like I'm rich, even though I'm not. And what rich people do is they know where their money goes and they take care of it. And that's what I did. And that is probably the thing I'm most proud of because it was the hardest thing for me to figure out. The last thing, and you guys knew I was going to say this, is rituals and taking time to connect with myself often. I cannot function without my morning and evening routines. They make uh, before that before like 2 years ago I literally was never had time to myself where I was like reflecting or journaling or meditating, going on a walk by myself. Like that's insane. Like I was never doing that. I was so go 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 and that made me rely on external validation because I could never just sit and be with myself. And I didn't know what I wanted and what I liked. I was just trying to appeal to all these other people who I can't even remember their names anymore. And so I feel like being able to take that time and think every morning about what I want and let myself daydream and journal with myself when I'm upset so that I can figure out the root of the problem instead of like just being so angry about it. These things are things that I I never had done at this point. And now that I have them, they are my greatest superpower. And Taking care of myself is my greatest superpower and it, it's yours too. Like that's the great thing about it is like everyone can do it and every woman just like needs to know that uh, I just can't even believe. Sometimes, you know, when you look at your friends and you see they had their untapped potential for how much they could like love themselves or how much they could do if they just believed in themselves a little bit more. I want you to look at yourself and think of yourself that way because honestly, guys, like that's how it is. Like I feel like when I look at myself and who I was back then, I can look as a friend and be like, OMG, like if you, Alexis, if you just, and I have friends who did this for me. In fact, like I have a friend who was with me in 2020 when I had a breakdown because I realized that I had no self-confidence. I was crying to him. It was the middle of the night. We had just gotten back from like a night out and I had lashed out at my other friend because it was like a weird situation. I had lashed out at him and I had been so mean and I was sobbing because I was like, I don't don't even like any of these bitches I'm hanging out with. Like, I don't know. Like people are, like I just was at a breaking point and I felt so empty and such bad shit had been happening to me. Like it was so bad. And what he had said to me in that situation was, I don't understand how you are have no self-confidence because you are so incredible and look at everything you've done. Look at who you can be. Look at, look at everything you have going for you and you hate yourself. Why? And so I'm so glad that like, even though I couldn't hear it then, 
I couldn't hear it on that night. I can see, look back and see it now because that's how I feel about so many of my friends and so many of you guys who even DM me and are in like negative situations and trying to get out of them or asking for advice. And I'm like, I just want to shake everyone and help them realize how incredible they are if they just took a look at themselves and started enjoying time with themselves and stopped apologizing for who they were. That is so important. And so I'm really, I'm just like, I'm, I'm like going to get emotional because of thinking of how far I've really come. Like truly in such a short amount of time, I never could have dreamed that I'd been be like living the dream. Like I say, like these days. So anyway, those are the four things that have really helped me get to where I am now. And the biggest things I've learned as I've been going through this crazy, like post-grad life, I am now about to embark on a a new chapter that is going to be so fun and exciting. So in order to help me do that, if you guys could please, please, please let me know what kind of content you want to see. So let me know what you want to see from the unemployed girls. I'm also not announcing that I quit my job until probably Monday. So if you're a pod listener, you know early, but I probably won't post it on like Instagram and TikTok until later. Let me know what you think and if you have any thoughts on it too. Like seriously DM me because I love when you guys DM me from the podcast. Like it actually makes my day every single time and from YouTube as well because I don't always check my YouTube comments. So Instagram DMs are amazing, but I'm so excited. I'm going to be able to give the podcast my all, so it'll hopefully grow. I'm going to be able to do better YouTube vlogs, so hopefully we'll grow on there. But please just let me know what you want to see. Any specific content requests, I will happily oblige because I got time now, girl. Anyway, I'm so happy. Like I just feel like mental space and creativity is on its way to me, and I can't wait for it. I love you guys so, so, so much. And please remember that you are too smart not love yourself thank you so much for listening to too smart for this i am so grateful that you took the time out of your day to take a listen to these conversations if you're looking for more content don't forget to follow us on instagram at two collective and don't forget to follow me your host alexis barber on the gram tiktok as well don't forget you can also watch our solo episodes on youtube so be sure to subscribe to my youtube channel alexis barber and we do a weekly giveaway of pr products or amazon gift cards cards to girls who leave great reviews down below. So please make sure to leave your reviews and follow us on Instagram to be notified in case you win. And with that, do not forget that you are too smart to not love yourself and see you in the next episode.